0: And Katie singing that. Good morning. It's Rise and Stein. It's Victory 91.5. And let me tell you something when Ray Haynes speaks, people listen. <laughs> <laughs> At least four people. Uh, just over the past few years, you coming in and teaching on the feasts and the holidays has been so impactful, especially for us, because we get to hear things we've never heard before. Second Passover a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. never, never heard about that. So today, 50 days after Passover, 50 days since you came in uh, to teach on the Passover, we welcome Ray Haynes, our general manager, Mm -hmm. to teach on Pentecost. On Pentecost, which I love to teach on. It's funny, I, I think every feast is my favorite when I'm doing it.
1: <laughs> Just, it's hard not to be excited that's why the second passover that was actually the first time i had ever done it before and so i i get it i i found it fascinating mm. and it spoke deep into my life and this year as we look at pentecost in this year of 5777 seven, seven, it adds some more very cool exciting things as well so i'm really excited to be here as well it's the uh in addition to being called pentecost the feast of weeks or Shavuot. Either way you look at it, it is a, it's a very exciting time. The number 50 is really significant because you're counting 50 days. And basically 50 means freedom. Mm. Now there is one thing, anytime you talk Pentecost, uh, you pretty much have to realize there there is so much contention uh, around different elements of Pentecost. It just is what it is, even to the fact of... Uh, Today, uh, uh, technically, it's not 50 days yet. This particular Pentecost, this Shavuot, is counted by the Jews who do not believe in Jesus. So, they count from the Passover that follows, I'm sorry, they count from the Sabbath that follows Passover, which is the next day, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, which means... Uh, and, it, and it's always been a contention. The other choice is the pass- is the Sabbath, which is the normal Sabbath, Friday night to Saturday night. But what happened, of course, after Jesus rose from the dead is if they choose to continue to do that, it gives Jesus three days to raise from the dead. And so mm. many Jews were being converted in that mm-hmm. first century. Right. So they pretty much said, let's not do that anymore. Okay. So that was a big part of that contention. But that's not it. That, that's just the Jewish part of the contention. For Christians, we of course have Pentecost, and that means the baptism of the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues, and as you could imagine, that area of contention has been massive, uh, splitting churches, dividing friendships, just making people feel like, I, I, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a tough issue. Really exciting. If you can, you know, kind of lay down all of that and just allow God just to speak to you and move in your heart. Mm-hmm. It is, it's for me, <laughs> if you can lay down all the contentions, Pentecost is learning to better hear the voice of God. Mm-hmm. And in my life, it's for been baptized in the holy spirit 34 years ago and i'd have to say that's the number one thing is the ability to hear the voice of god discovering that he's your helper that's for me pretty huge it's learning not to just study him but to encounter him to be filled by him continually so I want you to think about uh, the menorah, all mm-hmm. right, is a 7 branch candelabrum. It's got seven candles in a
0: straight row. You've seen them in stores. You've seen them all over the place, probably. Not to be confused with the, the eight for for Hanukkah. There's two menorahs. Correct.
1: Okay. This is not the one you use in December. This one is the, the, the most common one, which mm-hmm. is seven. The reason there's seven is there's, you'll notice the middle one is always off by itself, sometimes set apart. So, the three candles, if you will, on the left are the spring feasts, Passover, Unleavened Bread, First Fruits. The three on the right are the fall feasts, Rosh Hashanah, Day of Atonement, and Tabernacles. Mm. The middle is the, now think about this because it's Pentecost, that's your Pentecost candle, so it's called the Helper candle. Mm -hmm. And the Holy Spirit, as he noted, is the helper Mm -hmm. all right so there's always these things that are built into it that for me i just go wow just i stand amazed at how god reveals himself so we celebrated the feast of unleavened bread nearly two months ago with passover and, and first fruits which was resurrection day It was also when the barley harvest was ready, and they went into the fields and waved a bundle of barley before God in thanks. And we talked about that is when Jesus rose from the dead, emptying Hades, and the wave offering was all of the dead from Adam all the way up to the thief on the cross. And he took them into heaven. So the day when that wave offering is made is a day of newness. Nothing from that season's harvest can be eaten until the wave offering is made. And this is a wave offering uh, today. As well. well, tonight, tomorrow is the official one, or Sunday, if you choose. But the question is, why can't you eat anything in terms of the spiritual element of it? God established these festivals as times of divine renewal or newness. So what was forbidden becomes permissible. Hmm. Now think about that. So when Jesus comes out of the grave, offers the wave offering of all those souls who had been locked away in Hades... He opened the door into eternity with God for all mankind that had been trapped in sin. We who were forbidden to draw near to God became acceptable and part of the divine harvest. See, we've been redeemed. So when you think waving, a wave offering, think freedom. Mm. So here we are arriving now at the Feast of Weeks or Shavuot or Pentecost. So it's observed on the 50th day after Passover, after seven sevens, that is seven weeks have passed. It's called Pentecost by Christians because that's the Greek word for 50. (laughs) I know Greek. And that was the common language (laughs) at the time of the writing of the New Testament. You didn't even know you knew Greek. and Now you know Greek. Just as first fruits is the barley harvest, 50 days later, the wheat harvest is ready. So the the priests this time, they're not taking a bundle of wheat and waving it. They're taking two loaves of wheat bread with leaven this time. And waving so it's not it before not gluten-free. It is not gluten-free <laughs> <laughs> whatsoever. Do you have a gluten-free menu? No, sorry. So they're waving these two loaves of bread, which seems to me kind of a, an ironic thing. But anyways, they're waving it to God to thank him for bringing forth a harvest. Mm. So now, the only th- thing I really want you to think about this year specifically unique to this year is we, we talked about this back when this year officially began in the fall 5777 7, 7. it's a jubilee year and the last one was 1967 when of course they took Jerusalem last week was mm-hmm. the anniversary of that and I want to remind you just go back into history here back to the year 1140 to 1217 uh, Jewish Rabbi Judah Ben Samuel here's what he, he, here's what he prophesied this is not a Christian but a Jewish man When the Ottoman Turks conquered Jerusalem, they'll rule over Jerusalem for eight jubilees. That's 400 years. Mm -hmm. Afterwards, Jerusalem become no man's land for one jubilee. And then in the ninth jubilee, it will once again come back into the possession of the Jewish nation, which would signify the beginning of the Messianic end time. So the Mamluk Bari dynasty was conquered by the Ottoman Turks in the year 1517, that was 300 years after the death of this rabbi. Mm-hmm. And then they were conquered 400 years later in 1917 by the British. Beginning in 1917, the city of Jerusalem remained a divided city for exactly 50 years, one Jubilee. Jordan controlled the eastern part. A strip of land divided Jerusalem, and that strip was called the No Man's Land by both Israelis and Jordanians. Hmm. It was 50 years later that the Israeli army captured the city of Jerusalem in the Six Days War on June 17, 1967. So, that was last week. So, exactly one jubilee later, 50 years... Jerusalem returned for the first time to the control of the Jewish Israeli ownership since the day when Jerusalem was destroyed Way back in the time of Jesus Mm -hmm. that he prophesied in 70 in the year 70 So 5777 this year and this particular Pentecost Marks the 11th Jubilee since that prophecy of the beginning of the Messianic age So this is the final feast of the Jubilee year Mm. so it just makes me i don't know watch and to see what god is about to do in the next you no know, either today tomorrow or on sunday is god going to do something especially significant mm-hmm. probably so it'll be it's worth watching to see what god is doing in the land right now and over these last few months of the summertime
0: working up to 5778 let's pay attention okay. i'm going to okay It's Victory 91.5. Ray Haynes is in teaching on Pentecost. It's Risenstein. We'll post this all at the Risenstein and the Victory Facebook pages.